Welcome to another video guys. Today I am with my best friend Rudy Diaz, the Gemini Queen. <laughs> Hello! How's it been Rudy? It's been good. It's been really, really good. How have you been? Been good. Been uh, working a lot lately. Starting this podcast and uh, now introducing you to it because you're going to make fun of me for the name I chose for the podcast. It's called Gemini Wolf. Oh! It was always meant to be. It was always meant to be. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So for this, <laughs> for those of you who don't know, I have a thing with astrology. That Ooh, a hatred. A little bit. <laughs> that Rudy kind of uh, kept kept growing, and then he kept calling me the Gemini. <laughs> It's a love-hate relationship. We're Gemini's. What are we? What are we gonna do with the good and the bad and everything in between? <laughs> so the the reason I chose the name, all right. The reason I chose the name is because I was struggling to find a title for the podcast, just to something, just you know, represent me in general. The first thing I thought was Penguin Slayer. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, not the okay. best. Not not the best name either. <laughs> Uh, I went with my favorite bird, didn't work out, so I decided to go with my favorite land animal, which is a wolf. And then I thought okay. of the two wolves, basically. Do you know the story of the two wolves? Like, there's always two wolves fighting within you. One represents, like, uh, bad, hatred, anger, frustration, envy. The other represents, like, hope, love, uh, basically all the good. <laughs> and then Interesting. The I didn't. Kind of like the yin and the yang. Kind of, basically. And okay. then that that kind of represents, like, okay, that's a good story for the wolf. That's basically two wolves. And then I was like, fuck, that name sounds good. So I was like, <laughs> Gemini wolf. I like it. So yeah, or Gemini wolves, I should say, for us. Oh, God, who's the good and who's the bad? That <laughs> I'm kidding. is a determination <laughs> to the audience. I think we, we all have both. I think we all have both. <laughs> okay, that. To an extent. <laughs> oh, gosh. I love it. That's an awesome name. I love it. I love it. Astrology, a wolf, strong. I love it. All right. So what what, what about astrology fascinates you, basically? Like the universe in general? Because we always talked about this, but we never really yes. went into, into your perspective. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. I mean, oh, my gosh. All the time. I mean, you. I always put it. The amount of times... And the amount of nights that we work together, and I always just try to pull something out, and you, nope, 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 you don't know nope. anything about me. I, I just, I find it fascinating that there's like a whole story that, you know, was created way before our time, you know, such a long time ago. And they said, you know, like it's written in the stars that because you were born on this one day, you're assigned this sign. And it's supposed to mean something to you. And kind of like with you, you know, like on the opposite side where you're like, mm, I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that fully. I also feel a little bit like that. Like at times I feel like I don't match with my sign, but I find it more fascinating that, you know, someone out there said, you're born on this day. This is what your qualities, characteristics, personality is going to be like. And you know, most of the time, I find that people I meet, 
I just casually ask them, like, oh, what's your sign? And, you know, they tell me, like, Capricorn or Aries or Taurus or whatever. And I kind of, not that I have a preconceived notion, but it's just interesting how most of the time it just lines up with their personality. It doesn't mean that I'm going to like them any more or less, but it's just a little, like, insight. It's almost kind of like asking somebody, like, hey, what's your favorite color? And it's like, does that say something about them? Same same thing with the Zodiac sign. It's like, hey, what are you? I'm a Gemini. Oh, you're two-faced. You're a liar. You're this, 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 and that. <laughs> but then, you know me. I'm like, most people that meet me, they're like, oh, my God, you're super, like, fun and outgoing and whatever. And I'm like, and I'm also a Gemini. But, you know, so. so surprisingly, that just, that changes a lot of people's perspectives on people, like, immediately. I, I'm just saying, it does, but. You can make it good or you can make it bad, you know? So I think astrology is just insight. It's just a little insight. It doesn't mean that someone is good or bad or evil or pure. I think it just is like a little bit of like, you know, this says this about you. And it just fascinates me. That's all. That's all. No, that's interesting. It's like, uh, well, for me, I want to say... I found it always interesting, but I never uh, grasped it, if I could say that. Only because I don't, I, I, I want to say that I don't really, not that I don't believe in anything, but I just feel as a scientific perspective, I cannot wrap my round that a star this millions of millions of kilometers away affected me <laughs> in this way, in this night, in this day. By this amount of, I don't know. I don't know how it works. It just, I just can't do it because it just doesn't work. (laughs) You want to know something funnier? You want to know something even funnier and even more interesting, I think? What's that? And you're you're literally going to be like, get out. You're literally like, we're done. Today is also, just say, what is today? Don't you fucking dare. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, how did the universe line up? And how many times did you say, we need to do something, we'll figure it out, someday we'll do it, someday we'll do something? And of course it lines up on two, 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 two. Damn it, really? <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying, did the universe line up, are the stars all aligned, two Gemini twins, just at on 2 p.m. Two day? Come on. At come 2 p.m.? On. I'm just saying, coincidence? I think not. I'm just saying. <laughs> that one's interesting, I'll, I'll give you that much. I can right? do that much. Like, <laughs> you know, how did, you know, I know you couldn't have planned it this way. I couldn't have planned it this way. You know what I call that, though? crazy. The, what was it? You know what I call that, though? What? Coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe. I mean, maybe. Absolutely, maybe. I just, it's very interesting to me. I always say it's so interesting. All right, all right. Well, so what? Where are you right now? You said you're in Texas. What uh, what you doing over there? How's life over there? Ah, oh, yes, Texas. Yes, yes, yes. It's it's really good. It's really really good. Um, coming from California, being born and raised there, knowing nothing but California and California weather. On top of that, um, Texas is is really different, but it's it's really great. And I always say this. I always say this in my mind. If you're somebody that can adapt well, you'll make it anywhere. And I think that's me. You know, like, I think 
the culture is different. The people are different. Sometimes the accent is really fake and I can't understand people. And the weather is very Gemini, very up and down. <laughs> like yesterday was like almost in the 80s. And today we're down in the 30s and it's supposed to snow in a couple of days. It's just so, jumping up and down. Yeah, it, it's very different. But it's a lot more affordable. It's... It's just so different. It's just gas is 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 gas prices are totally different. Just out of and curiosity, how much is gas over there? I think I filled up my car the other day full tank with the most I've spent in a long time with like thirty bucks. Usually I can get a full Holy tank shit. with like twenty five bucks. <laughs> I think it's like three dollars. <laughs> Depending, okay, mine the the highest I've seen my car go is ninety. Nine dollars. Oh, no, no. <laughs> With like, no. I think it was no. like what five twenty. The gas was five twenty five. Oh my, that hurts. That hurts. <laughs> I would literally be like, um, no, 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 no. See again. I, I've I also I've been now in Texas for almost two years. Yeah, uh, it's so, actually it's been that long. Wow. I know. I know. This August it'll be two years. It's crazy. That's literally all of uh, all of COVID, right? Yeah, since you literally, left. I, I, yeah, you're right. All of it. I remember I got locked into the house with COVID. Mm, what was it like May? I think two years ago. I barely and remember, then, but yeah, kind yeah. of, kind of. Around that time, I think, or was it even before then? It's just yeah, but you're right. It was literally all of COVID. That's 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 crazy. How do people handle uh, it differently over there than over here? Uh, what do you mean, like, just, like, their vibe, their energy? Yeah, because I, I know that Texas is a much bigger, well, I guess wider state. I don't know if it's bigger. I think it is bigger overall. Oh, yeah, it's, like, huge. It's massive. Yeah. yeah. That that's, that actually is one of the points, actually, funny enough. Um, well, you know that, I don't know if you know that Jenna moved out here. Jenna... I didn't yeah, know she moved out she there. Moved I thought out she was visiting. As well. Yeah. Really? <laughs> well, she lives like six hours south of me. And that's still not even like the bottom of Texas. So, I mean, there's it's just huge. Totally different culture. Um, the more, the farther north in Texas you live, the more I think like southern it gets in a different, like in a, in a different way. Because the South is also Southern, like, geographically, but they're also more, like, Western. I don't know if that makes sense. It's just, it's so different. Kind of. California, I think California, like, North to South, like, all you get is, like, variants of people. Like, people are either more, people are either more relaxed or just relaxed. But I think, like, that's California. Like, very, like, you know, like, oh, we're just going to, like, you know, go to the beach or, like, whatever, like. We'll go get food. Like, it's just, it's a very, like... You and I have very different experiences in California. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can do anything in California. You can go to the beach and go to the mountains. True, in, true, In Texas, true. where I am, there are... The terrain is flat. There are no mountains. There are no, like... No, it, it's literally, like... It's just, it's so different, but it's it's also so great. Like, I love it. People are different in the sense of... They're more, like, mannered... Like, they have customs more, like, in California. Like, I think, you know, okay, biggest thing, biggest, biggest thing. In California versus Texas, the driving, 
California drivers are crazy. Yep. Texas drivers are crazy. But in Texas, you do not honk. You what? do not honk. Like, it's so bizarre. Like, in California, you can, like, honk, like, 20 times if someone cuts you off and you're, like, screaming or whatever. In Texas, somebody cuts you off or there's a red light and, and somebody's waiting for the red light and it you goes don't green. Honk. You don't honk. It's, like, there's certain things that, like, you just don't do here that in California you don't even think about it. That's interesting, actually. Yeah, like you, you really don't honk. It's it's crazy. Like I think when I went back to California in June, um, you just that hear I was kind of just like <laughs> I hear a car honk and I'm like, oh gosh, I'm like someone's gonna get in a fight or something. Like something crazy just happened and it's like, oh wait, no, it's just not Texas. So it's very interesting, but I like it. I like it. No, it's it's funny because uh, we recently, uh, I think a few people that I know have moved to California from Texas. Be- oh okay here's the reason though it's it's mostly because well from what they've told me this is not for everybody obviously mm-hmm. but they liked how people in the west i guess more of a western culture like live in a sense and apparently there's nothing to do in texas so that's why they move all the way out here <laughs> is that yeah, somewhat I true it. <laughs> it's i mean i think it all depends again I told you, for me, I feel like I'm just such a wild card that, you know, you put me in in Texas, New York, Indiana, you know, like Kentucky. I feel like I would make it work. You'll adapt. But, you know, exactly. I'll, I'll adapt and I'll, I'll have fun. But I will say I think it is California, even if there's nothing to do, right, like, quote, unquote, there's always something to do. True. In Texas, it's all flat. It's. You, you, like if you want to go somewhere it's always like a drive and sometimes it'll just be like nothing but like farmland so yeah i think like people can feel stuck because it's kind of like oh okay like i can't go to a beach because there's no ocean like you know with california you have the whole coast yeah um, whereas texas you only just, have the little i know little sliver oh, have I you been there by so the way much. The, what was that have you been there by the way where to the beaches in texas like oh no no it's so far i I mean it's like i'd have to like it'd be easier to fly to the beach (laughs) but even then supposedly they're not very nice from what i hear that's interesting so yeah like it's not like a california beach it's like very like you know just not not nice so i was like okay so but still it's on my list it's another texas thing i have to do all right, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> so, you already basically adapt anywhere. So, to somebody who doesn't really adapt to, any advice you'd give them? Be open-minded. Be open-minded. I think that's my number one tip. You know, if you're coming from wherever you're coming from, if you're going from one place to another, don't take all of your experiences from the past and try to, like make them happen, you know, in your, in your new location, you know, cause I think I, for the longest time, firstly moved here was like super homesick. Cause I was like, you know, where are my friends? Like, we, you know, you know, back in the day we could have gotten, you know, go to Denny's or go to like whatever. We could have just done anything. And I didn't have that little group here. And I think it made me feel so homesick. And then I thought to myself, you know what? I have to, you know, 
my friends will always be there, but I have to leave that there and start making that here. And I think that's what I like finally started to doing. And I started opening up and, you know, still, you know, doing the work thing and, and have finding the balance between work, home and friends. And I, I was able to finally do that again. And I think when people try to hold on to like their previous, you know, home, it make it, it just keeps you feeling homesick. So I just, I just say, be open-minded, you know, experience your current location and be present, you know, don't, don't like dread the past, just live in the moment. I think that's, that's my number one tip. Live in the moment. That's but you do a lot though. Uh, what's it called? Cause ever since I've known you, you've always, cause I was more of the person who'd say like, okay, this has to be done by this age. You remember that? <laughs> I do. I, do. <laughs> I know. There's always a yin to the yang, yeah. But then life happens, and then you just get hit with a whole bunch of obstacles, so you don't even know Mm -hmm. what age you're supposed Mm -hmm. to be doing something at. While you had the more of a mental perspective as to if something happens, it happens. You just got to process it, deal with it, and enjoy what happens next, basically. Yeah, move on. We, we, We as humans, we as individuals, you know living in this great, huge, crazy world, I always think to myself, how much control do I actually have? You know, like, yes, I can control my immediate actions, you know, what I'm eating and putting in my body, what I'm drinking, what I'm reading, watching, listening to, like those things I have immediate control over. But if a natural disaster happens and I'm, you know, trapped into, trapped in my house, kind of like what happened a few weeks ago, you just have to deal with it and you don't, you don't, you know, don't get caught up in a mentality of like, oh, this is, this is the worst, you know, and like nothing's ever going to change. No, it will change because change is inevitable and nothing lasts forever. But if you're able to just switch your mindset and say, you know what, things suck right now. Things really, really suck. But I'm hoping that things get better. You know, I, I always just live with hope and like, you know, things will get better. Things will change. Things will happen. And we, we, I think you always said to me, like, exactly that. Like, you need to do this by this time. You need to get this figured out by this time. And that, to me, like, while, while I think that's very organized and it's very structured, which I think I also could use a little more in my life, I just know that my flow works better for me. I try to, like, you know, keep a plan in mind, but keep, keep like, a, a little margin for, like, you know, change. Because you, you never know what's going to get thrown at you. So that's also, I guess, like another tip with with people that are moving and people that are, you know, having change in their life. Be open to that change. You know, don't, don't, if you make a plan and you make it so perfectly planned out and something changes, I feel like it feels like your life falls apart. So it's just like, you know, take a step back. And, and when that does happen, just, you know, if you can't control it, you can't control it. That's well, one of the things that I want to say that I even learned about from you, actually, because some things are just uh, you just can't control what's what's about to happen. You can't predict the future. So yeah. just go with the flow, if anything. Don't, exactly. I was going to say, don't uh, don't like not try to do what your goal is or what your plan yes. is. But uh, what's it yes. called? Find a way around the obstacles, basically. Yeah, exactly. Kind of like with the flow of water. 
water will always flow. There's rocks, mountains, you know, whatever, but it always finds a way. So, yeah, flow around it, I say, really. There, there was this one thing that I, that one video of I, that I just saw. Uh, this one guy was reading a speech to his students, and he was basically saying that the human brain cannot perceive uh, the negative, which I found interesting because I was about to call him out on so much bullshit right there. <laughs> <laughs> not you, not me. <laughs> but then he 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 made a good anal he made a good analysis. He made a good uh, so. What he said was, okay, if let's just say you're skiing down the mountain. What's the first thing you look out for? Rocks, trees. Exactly, the obstacles. Mm-hmm. Right? And he said, for most of us, we're just going to look out for the obstacles, basically. We're not going to focus on the path. And the path is, like, you know, around the trees, what we can do, you know, perceiving the future, perceiving what comes our way, how can we avoid it, basically. Well, most people are like, I got to not hit a tree. I got to not hit a tree. I got to not hit a tree. And, you know, trees are everywhere. They're inevitable. You don't know where they're going to come from. But it, uh-huh. you could at least control where you're going to go. You know? Interesting. Yeah. It's all about the perspective. Yeah. I agree. 100%. Right. And then that's when I got, I was like, oh, crap. That's so true. <laughs> but you're always thinking, yeah, like, oh, no, this, this, this. But it's like, enjoy the ride, you know? Yeah. yeah. Interesting. So that's one thing if I got to say to out there to anybody, if you just keep looking at the more obstacles and more obstacles, you're just going to only be looking out for obstacles where other rather than just trying to either find a path or find a different way around a situation, you know? Exactly. Exactly. I, I agree 100% with that. All right. So I was actually going to ask you this as well. Like, We've known each other for a long time, right? Almost six years, mm-hmm. I think, right? Crazy, crazy, <laughs> yeah. Crazy, Damn, okay, true, well. Yeah. Gosh. That kind of caught me off guard right there. It's been, wow, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. All right, do you want to tell our viewers anything about uh, what, wh- how, how much you have grown in those six years versus the you, what was it, tw- 24 when I met you, I think, or 22, or... How old were you when I met you? <laughs> I was, how old was I? I think when I started, I was... 23? I think I was 23. Yeah, yeah I must uh... have been 23. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that is insane. I'm going to be 30 in a, in a few months. But you live your 20s. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So how, how, much, how much would you say you have grown as a person or as just an individual, basically? I mean, I think night and day, you know, there's, there's so much growth in, in, and I don't want to say like, oh, like I'm a totally new person and, and, you know, everything is amazing, you know, cause I, that would be untrue. But I think the way that I used to think in my early twenties versus me now in my late twenties and almost about to start my thirties, I think the same thing that I originally thought that would carry me through life is, is proving right. I, I'm just living in the moment, living in the present. And when obstacles arise, like you said, in, in, in that, you know, example of, of skiing down and, and, and trying to avoid the obstacles, that's exactly what life is. And I think that's what adulthood is. You know, no one has the answers. And 
I think I, I keep telling myself that every day. It's like, okay, a new a new problem arises. How are we going to deal with it right now? You know, like, is there something that I can plan? Is there something that I could shift? Is there something that I can change? And also, I think growth comes with realizing what your true happiness is. I think a lot of people tell themselves that happiness is money, or they tell themselves that happiness is marriage, or that, you know, being in a relationship, or, or you know, owning owning a nice car or, or a nice house. You know, happiness means different things to different people, and I think growth for me is happiness means I feel stable and I feel comfortable, and that's my happiness, and that's, like, my growth. As I, as I go on through life, I think before, you know, in my early 20s, being 23, I was like, happiness is going to be change. You know, like, I want to change my whole life. I don't want to be, you know, stuck. But I think, like, I, I, I kept myself stuck because I didn't want it. Like, I wanted change, but I never changed anything. You, how many, how long did you hear me talk about change? Like, oh, I want to do this and I want to do that. And I never did anything. And then finally, like, I, I took a leap and I made a change. And now everything feels better. And I think that's what growth is. You have to push past your your level of comfort and you have to accept what your happiness is in the moment. And I think that to me is growth. And I think that's where I am at right now. That's good. That's actually really impressive. Not too many people can actually like come out and just say like, uh, well, I haven't, well, what's it called? Uh, I've just been like, you know, progressing, moving on, but you actually took a leap of faith is what I'm saying. Yeah. Cause it, mo- that's, it takes it. It takes it really. Cause most people, they don't, what was it? They don't like the change. They don't like to take the full leap only because they don't have anything comfortable laying down on the other side. And yeah. yeah. who's to say like, you don't, you don't know what's on the other side. That's the thing. People have the fear of the unknown. It's scary. It's scary. But, you just have to know yourself, trust yourself. And again, that's it goes back to that open-mindedness because, you know, it's not all going to be, you know, like rainbows and sunshine on the other side. Sometimes it's it's harder, but it, you just have to believe in yourself and and push through, you know, push through the negativity, push through the obstacles and, you know, have faith that you're going to make it. And again, that your happiness is going to be something different than what you thought it was going to be. And you, and I think that's growth when you when you can make those changes. I think everyone just needs to be more open-minded. <laughs> I agree. And that's one of the mistakes I also made in in life basically where I kept saying the more money I have, the more I can do this 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 and this, you know? Which is true to some extent, but at the same time, they people say like, yeah, money does buy happiness because you're happier with the money and everything. But at the end, once you buy everything, once you have all that money, it's it's almost kind of meaningless. So yeah, it's just paper. What do you you know? What are you gonna buy? Like nice clothes and and you know fancy things. Like you know, if you don't have people to share it with and 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 share your growth with, it kind of feels like empty. Basically, you know? I feel like money can feel empty sometimes. Like you have everything in the world, but you're too just. I want to say, prideful even. To... Yeah, because it's like success. I made this money. It's like, okay, there you go. Like Are the... you happy? <laughs> <laughs> no, the, there was a saying in a movie that I 
kind of like kind of woke me up where it says no amount of uh, no amount of money ever bought a second of time which kind of like stuck through me basically because you can have you could keep working and working and working and just making am- uh, amounts of money and stuff but then you're also sacrificing time with your family time with your friends time to do yeah. any other hobby or anything that you wanted to do it's just like it doesn't matter how much money you gain you're just not going to be happy with other things that you really wanted to do that's right. I agree with that one hundred percent. I I I hear. I feel that. That's so true. Yeah, cause uh, what was it? when I was little, we had almost nothing growing up, but we still just had fun. You know. Just, yeah. Just... Yeah. There you go. And 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 I would say, if you had that, if you had fun and love, you had everything. Right. Uh, cause growing up when you have nothing, uh, it feels like you could also have everything at your disposal only because you can have your whole imagination like literally go out into the world and you can like you you can turn a beach into like a sandcastle or something get creative you know yeah. rather as in if you keep working you don't really have that experience you don't really have that memory or anything I agree I totally agree So how was it uh, growing up for you <laughs> my my youth my youth my my so long ago youth <laughs> i i i think what we did have things growing up i can't say that i that i that we we struggled but i think my my upbringing was very it's very it was very different from how i live now i'll say that for sure um my parents i think tried to be the best that they could and they tried to make us into, you know, these, these, you know, like very good people. Like, you, you know, you always do, you know, good things and always have faith and always behave yourself and do the right thing. Um, that was more my upbringing. Um, very structured, very, you know, do this and don't do that, you know, and, and yeah. You know, it, it, that was more my focus. Like when I when I think of my youth, I think of just the structure that my parents try to implement on us, and how that shaped a lot of who I am today. Because I think, it, 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 in a way, while I didn't agree with everything that they that they try to teach me, it definitely made me more open minded. That you know, I may not live the way that they want to live, but it's giving me perspective and it's, it's allowing me to see the world through someone else's eyes because they, you know, they had such faith, you know, my parents are very faithful and they, you know, live their life that way. You know, they eat, breathe, sleep in faith. And I think that for me was just not the case, but I still have a love for my parents. Like even to this day, like I think me moving away from them, only made us closer, you know, and yeah. that's something so interesting of how I reflect on my life now versus then, you know, I think to myself, they were just trying to do the best that they could, you know, trying to raise their kids. I was, I was the first born. So I got to learn, you know, through all of their mistakes and, and, you know, them trying to handle somebody so crazy as me, you know, and, and I, I'm just so thankful but I think also, you know, 
we, we I think they, they provided so much for us as kids, me, my brother, my sister. Um, and I just say I can I can reflect now and I can see they, they were just trying to do the best they could, raising us the way that they thought was the best. And I think, again, it just shapes me who I am today. Like, I'm not as faithful as they would want me to be, and I'm not, like, as structured as they would want me to be. But I'm happy with who I am, and I accept who I am, and I love who I am. And I think that if I were to, in the future, have kids, I'd do the same thing for them. You know, like, I would just try to provide, you know, stability, which is, I think, what my parents try to create for us stability and and let them know like hey whatever you choose to do that's totally okay and I, I reflect a lot about that like growing up you know they gave us a lot of things but it was always like you have to behave you have to behave you have, you have to follow you know this lifestyle you have to do this and I think about that a lot and I just think you know they were they were just trying to give us everything and also just have us be happy and I think it's a, it's an interesting balance, you know, and, and I think as I get older, I think more like if I were to have kids, what, like, you know, how would I make that balance for my kids? So it's very interesting. But I loved my youth. I, I loved all the experience that I had. And the things that were bad, I go, you know what? It was just character development for the rest of my life. You know, <laughs> I was just, you know, it was adding a little bit of spice into the mixture. So there's nothing I regret. I'm thankful, and I think, you know what, being a parent is is incredibly hard, and, you know, where's the where's the guidebook, you know? Yeah, Every there kid is, is different. Every individual is different, so I'm thankful, and I love them more now than ever, and I always, my mom always calls me, she's like, when are you coming out and see us? When are you going to come out? I'm like, I know, I know. We, we try to make plans to see each other like every three or four months. And I'm it's tough to visit California. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's tough to visit. <laughs> yeah. I know. I mean, I think I'm going to go out in June again for my 30th. Oh my gosh. I know. I think I'm going to go Three out. 0 already. Damn. <laughs> oh my God. I know. Literally. What is it? It's uh, about to be March, April, May. Yeah. Like three, yep. four months. For those who yep. don't know, our birthdays are like two days apart. Jedi! <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it. Finally, the word Gemini. <laughs> yeah. The the final reason that you're gonna laugh is more of acceptance. I know. I'm Literally, gonna, gonna, I know. I'm gonna disprove this whole thing. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. No. It's interesting because growing up for me, and uh, I want to say, I had siblings as well, but for the most part, with me and my older sibling, we just kind of more or less kind of looked out for each other. And then Mm -hmm. after that, looked after the younger ones kind of a thing. Don't get me wrong. If you're a sibling, if you have older siblings, you were probably bullied. Or if you're the older (laughs) sibling, (laughs) you probably did the bullying. Was I the bully? I was. Yeah, right? As the older sibling? <laughs> no. You have to. Older sibling, right. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> what I'm just trying to say is that, like, uh, it's much harder, I want to say. Uh, I don't have the experience, obviously, but I'm pretty sure it was much harder growing up as uh, an individual child. And as an individual individual child, you don't really have anybody, especially if your parents are out working or anything. You're just kind of, like, all on your own. And I think, uh, for the most parts. 
like any 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 anybody who did have a sibling yes your life was probably like terrible if you were the youngest because you were (laughs) you were the one who got like no say but also the youngest is also the favorite for half half of the families i want to say but yep yep this is this is what brings me to hispanic families basically (laughs) (laughs) oh yep the baby there's always the baby in the family yep so like growing up and everything uh your parents learn how much they fucked up with each child like going down Mm -hmm. that is why the youngest is always the favorite because uh the first one they just like okay this is everything that we messed up with and as the oldest child you you kind of experience that right like you're like yeah i didn't have this i didn't have this growing up and stuff like that but the youngest one does interesting you're right you're absolutely right yeah but the reason for that being is also because not only are your parents better, like doing better in life and stuff, doing good with you, trying to raise you. And as you said, there's no parenting book. They just got to learn from their mistakes. And the only way you can learn is with the first child, unfortunately. <laughs> Mess it up the first time, but get it right the second or third time. Yep. <laughs> May- maybe or so. Like you get better along the way. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. And for like anybody who's out there trying to be a parent right now or anybody who like wants to be like a father or mother figure or something, they're always going to have to be, they're questioning, which is like, is this good for my kid? Basically, I'm not going to let my, let my kid do this. I'm not going to do this. You have all these factors in, but at the same time, the kid is growing with their own personality. So for Mm -hmm. all, all we know, all that can get thrown back in your face or they could accept it. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Everyone's different. Everyone's different. Yeah. So like, I'm glad you, you really brought that point up because, uh, it, for those of you who are trying to become parents and everything, it's not going to, there's no, there is no guidebook whatsoever. Um, it's just experience and learn. <laughs> and love. Just love your kids. Your first one, your second one, your third one. Just love your kids. That's a big one. Hear them out too, if anything. Yeah. Hear them out because I think that's the biggest one with parents is that if they disagree... And you're still younger. This is like if you're like under 18 and stuff. If you're still younger, they kind of want to be like, you're forced to do this kind of a thing. Why? Because I still own you, you know? Yeah. And that's one yeah. of the things where it's like you can you can become a toxic parent even if you don't want to be. But, you know, yeah. it's all on hearing them out. Communication. Communication is key, really. I completely agree. All right, so we are running a little bit low on time. So the last thing I <laughs> last thing I want to ask you, last topic, we're going to go yes. back to astrology and tell these motherfuckers <laughs> <laughs> everything that I hate about it. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, so this is my perspective on astrology. Like do it. <laughs> do it. <laughs> Okay. Tell them, tell them. So this is what I've learned, especially in the science class, all right? That yeah. not only does the Earth itself tilt and, uh, what's it called? It's, its axis is off from the day that we were, so, that the scriptures from the guy that wrote oh, no. the Zodiac. Oh, no. So technically, I'm going to say oh, this out loud, what your sign oh, is, is one off. So aren't we Tauruses? No, no, <laughs> stop this. Why are you thinking this so bad? No. You know what? Whether I'm a Taurus, a Gemini, a Cancer, a blueberry muffin, whatever it is, you know, we we are who we are, you know, and, and I think we love and accept each other and, 
astrology, I think, is just a guidebook of the stars. But in the same way, like, you know, is it 100% accurate? Again, scientific proof is always changing. I mean, look at the things going on with this new virus. Things are always changing. I'm just saying. You know, I'll, it, I'll, I'll give changing. you that. I'll give you that. <laughs> <laughs> Not to make it all science and, and <laughs> modern day struggles, but <laughs> I am. I, mean, saying... I, th- I still think I'm a Gemini. I still think I'm a Gemini. You can think whatever you want to. Uh, whoever you are, whatever you are, doesn't matter. <laughs> but be who you want to be and accept yourself and love yourself. Yeah, everybody has a different faith, religion. Even if you're an atheist or something you always have a different perspective on life. It doesn't really matter so long as you don't really discriminate or discourage others on their beliefs, is I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 100%. 100%. So as us, as Geminis, what are our traits? <laughs> <laughs> what are our traits, Rudy? <laughs> Supposedly. I have, I have multiple candles that literally describe Geminis. I have Gemini pins. I have Gemini fans. Oh, my God. <laughs> literally. I'm just saying, you know, I love it. I'm literally looking at three Gemini candles right now. Literally, it says our ruling planet is Mercury, and we're the dynamic twins. You know, I think, I think, and you will agree, and I mean, I'm just saying, look at what we're doing right now. Geminis have a way of communicating. We, we love to talk, and we're always curious. We're curious about life. Everything we don't know, we want to know. And we want to know everything about it, whether it's a person, a place, anything. We're always so curious and we always love to talk. And I think that to me is what a Gemini is. You know, somebody that's curious about the world and they love to discuss. And I'm, I'm just saying, you know, like, look, the two of us doing this now, I, it, I, seems, it seems pretty right. I agree to some extent. <laughs> As much as you hate it. As much as I hate it and as much as I can disprove it. <laughs> that, I'm science, you I, know? Science. I won't. What do I know? <laughs> but I, I am making a YouTube channel and eventually I'd like for you to be on it. But uh, Let's plan for it. June. In I'll June. Be in California. Or hey, if you ever want to come to Texas, I'm just saying. You're I, always welcome. Uh Texas is a bit out my reach. I can go actually. Actually, I can, I, I can go. I think I can afford to go. I have so much vacation time. <laughs> but, uh, I'll see you in California in June. How about that? All right, we can do it in June. Uh, but uh, my first video for YouTube is going to be on April second. For all of you guys excited or not excited or don't know who I am. <laughs> How exciting! No, I'm rooting for you. You got this. You got this. So uh, it's going to be similar to this, except on Sundays, whereas this podcast is only going to be available uh, one stream every Saturday. But hopefully Rudy can become a regular on the podcast if you guys all like him. I hope you all like me. (laughs) All right. We are out of time. But next time, hopefully we get into much, much more detail on uh astrology on that one <laughs> yes yes i we'll love have, it we'll have I love a it, full a full podcast on that one Woo-hoo! i love it i love it all right say goodbye rudy bye everyone i love y'all <laughs>